You're going to say, welcome to Amplify Your Voice. Welcome to Amplify Your Voice. CCDTA podcast. I can't, I can't say that much. <laughs> Just try the SBCCDTA podcast. I'm going to do it one at a time. The SB. The SB. CCD. CCD. TA. TA. Podcast. Podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Brandy Bayless, and that was my daughter, Sloan. And we will be your host for today. Um, That's pretty much Sloan's last appearance, though. I teach math at Crafton, and I am the vice president of SBCCDTA at Crafton. And this is sort of an in-between episode to give you guys an update on what's going on with the vaccine mandate. Due to time constraints in getting this information to you, I'll be hosting this episode alone, which is why I recruited my children. Given that the subject in the podcast is pretty serious um, and I don't have a co-host, this will not be nearly as entertaining as it normally is, but it will get you information and I've added children for an elevated level of cuteness. For those of you who don't know, the SBCCD Board of Trustees passed a mandate in the beginning of September requiring that all students, faculty, staff, and administration of SBCCD become vaccinated from COVID-19 by January 2021. Since passing this vaccination mandate, the district has had one meeting with the reopening task force. The task force was originally organized to help identify issues that might arise from reopening our campuses during the pandemic. As far as I know, it has not been renamed, but the task force now focuses on how to successfully implement the mandate given by the board. The task force met yesterday, 1013, to have these discussions. At the task force, we were informed that Cal OSHA has an upcoming meeting to give guidelines based on the Biden administration's requirement that all employers with 100 or more employees require vaccinations for COVID-19. Because they are waiting on these guidelines from Cal OSHA, the district has not entered into negotiations and will not until at least some time after the Cal OSHA guidelines are given. That means our local union has not been able to negotiate anything related to the mandate at this point. We have informally had conversations on what might be negotiated, and these include ensuring that faculty will not be required to pay for testing and that testing is made regularly available. It may also include additional sick time for vaccinations to take place during the semester, as oftentimes there have been side effects from vaccinations that may prevent someone from attending work. During the conversation, it was requested that the district investigate whether non-nasal testing be made available, allowing a less invasive option. The district was unable to confirm whether or not this would be available for employees. The union is also aware of several emails that have been sent to Valley and the district by employees discussing the vaccination mandate and of HR's response to those emails. We have requested at this meeting that a district-wide dialogue be hosted to allow people to ask questions and get feedback on the implementation of this mandate. We have been directed by HR that many of those questions would be related to the union and negotiations and that the district would not be able to respond to them. And while we understand that, we are still requesting that the district host such a conversation. We understand normal lines of communication would be for individual instructors to reach out to their union rep who would relay information to the negotiations team. 
But under normal circumstances, our negotiations would be happening at a much slower pace, which would allow for these conversations to grow organically in this manner. With this mandate requiring vaccinations by January 7th, we have reminded the district that this traditional method of communication may be far too inefficient. So we are again requesting that the district hold the conversation, that the unions be present at that conversation so that they can also get the concerns from their constituents and hear concerns from other constituents that may be relevant for their own negotiations. We also know that one group that is left out of negotiations is students. We want to reassure faculty that there was student representation at the task force and that all constituencies brought forward student concerns, including the union, the academic Senate presidents, and the classified Senate presidents. We have requested that the district investigate whether or not stipends can be given to students who become vaccinated during the fall semester. And we have also requested an investigation into how testing would be supported for students as their testing would not necessarily be covered by our insurances. As stated in the recent email from the district, we are moving forward with the date of January 7th for faculty, staff, and administration vaccinations. However, student vaccinations are being evaluated. There is a general concern that a January 7th due date for student vaccinations may be unattainable due to complicated systems required to document such vaccinations and any regular testing that might be required. We are still waiting to hear back from the district on whether or not student vaccinations will be required by January 7th. We have reminded the district that faculty are choosing classes right now based on the idea that everyone in those classes will either be vaccinated or regularly tested. And if that is changing, faculty must be informed as soon as possible so they can make adjustments to their schedule for whatever feels safest for them. So that was our podcast episode. Again, it was very short between episode, episode um, about just the vaccination mandate. This podcast is sponsored by you as our members. Your support for your union and this podcast is done by staying informed and engaged. So please take some time to reach out to us. We have Meredith McLaren, our SBCCDTA president. We have John Sullivan, our district-wide secretary. We have... Um, Myself as the Crafton Hills College Vice President, Jamie Herrera as the Valley College Vice President and our lead negotiator. We have Alex Halex as a Valley College full-time representative. We have Vonda O'Shaughnessy, sorry Vonda, as um, a Crafton Hills College full-time representative. We have Shirley Juan as a Crafton Hills College full-time representative. We have Kenneth Lawler as a Valley College full-time representative. We have Devin Bennett as a um, Valley College part-time representative. We have Conchie Stanford as a Crafton Hills College part-time representative. Ralph Orbego as a Crafton Hills College grievance representative. And finally, Leonard Lopez as the Valley College grievance representative. And one more person missing from the list is Josh Robles, who is our treasurer and communications lead. So please feel free to reach out to any of those people if you would rather look at them and <laughs> read their names instead of hearing me butcher them on the podcast. Um, go ahead and use our website, sbccdta.org, and you can see that list and contact us directly through the website.
This is the end of the podcast. You're leaving now. Bye. Hey, Mom. What? Um, remember that time when uh, we were we were going to Starbucks and you're like, "What do you want?" And I'm like, "A, a chocolate cake pop." And and you're like, "Are you sure? Because I can just go home and put a piece of brownie on a stick." And then we went there, and then and then in the drive-through, they're like, "We don't have any cho- chocolate cake pops right now, but we can give you a brownie on the stick." And Mom's like. Well, okay. So, and because I said okay, so I got a brownie on a stick, and that was pretty funny because she literally offered me one, and I got one anyway. So the moral of the story is Starbucks is replaced if I just make brownies and put them on. <laughs>